The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 50, The Marine Corps' Leadership Trait of Dependability. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in to another episode here. Hey, today I want to talk to you about dependability. We're on our third of 14 Marine Corps leadership traits. So if you recall, we have an acronym, JJ Did Tie Buckle. We've gotten through the first two J's. And now we're at the first D and we're going to be talking about dependability today. Before I jump into that, a few quick housekeeping items. I certainly hope that you will share this podcast, this episode, as well as the podcast in general with all of your family, your friends, your colleagues that are seeking leadership, wisdom, advice, skills of their own. I hope that you will share this podcast with them. I greatly appreciate that. If there's in any way you've found value in this podcast. I hope you'll share that value with others so that we can do everything that we can to spread this message, to share these leadership strategies and tips and tactics and philosophies with as many people as possible. So again, if you found any value in this podcast, I hope that you'll share the podcast with all of those that you're seeking their own leadership skills. Do that via social message, emails, phone call, word of mouth, smoke signal, whatever you've got to do. I hope that you will share the podcast with those that you would benefit from this content as well. And then also, I still want to see you in the Credible Leadership community. So I hope that you'll join us there, a great community that is uh, being built out. Lots of great leaders from all walks of life in that community already. Lots of great value that's being provided there. You find these podcast episodes inside of the community there as well as many other live events recorded events lots of conversations and discussions and advice that you'll find in the credible leadership community so highly encourage you to uh, head over to community.credibleleaders.com that's community.credibleleaders.com that's where you'll find the community that you can register and be a part of that community it's free membership so i highly encourage you to be a part of that jump in there today. I want to see you. I want to welcome you into the community right away. So be sure you do that. Now, with all that said, let's jump into this is the third of 14 Marine Corps leadership traits. We're in the first D in the word did. So JJ did tie buckle. Again, I don't know who JJ is and I don't know why he was tying his buckle, but he did. So that's the acronym that we used in the Marine Corps to memorize these 14 leadership traits. And having said that, let me give a quick shout out to several of my Marine buddies that have reached out to me and have mentioned the podcast episodes where I'm launching into these 14 leadership traits. Many of them are sharing stories with me and reminiscing uh, like me reminiscing back to their boot camp days where 
they were memorizing these leadership traits and having to repeat them to their drill instructors as well. And so to all of you Marine buddies of mine, thanks for reaching out. Thanks for being listeners to the podcast. Oorah and Simplify to all of you guys out there that are listening in. Thanks so much for reaching out and letting me know that you're out there, that you're listening. Frankly, I didn't even know some of my Marine buddies were listening to the podcast, but I greatly appreciate you doing so. And I greatly appreciate you reaching out to me as well. So let's jump in. Let's let's talk about the dependability, the, the first D in the acronym, JJ did tie buckle. And let's talk about what does dependability even mean in the dictionary? What does it mean as it relates to the Marine Corps manual? And then obviously, what does it mean in terms of our leadership and how can we develop dependability as a leadership trait in our own leadership? And for this one first, I think I want to share just right out of the dictionary, if you will, what, what does dependability mean if you go and look it up in the dictionary? And it means this, dependability is this quality of being able to be relied upon, right? It's this, it's a sense of trustworthiness, if you will, right? It's this, again, it's a quality where others feel like they can rely upon you. That's dependability. Now, you probably recognize, much like many of these other traits, dependability is not something that's going to just show up all of a sudden or overnight. You can't just do something and suddenly you have dependability. It's not a single event or a single activity or a single behavior that creates dependability. Dependability is one of those things that it has to evolve over time. It has to, to build up over time and over time with consistency as well. So let's talk about or let's dive into what does when the Marine Corps manual mentions dependability, how does it define it and, and what's the significance of it, the example it uses, and then we'll dive into those a little deeper. And then finally, what I want to share with you, three tips on how you can speed up the process for developing dependability in your leadership. I, I think we all get it, that it's something that has to grow over time, but we can speed up that process for building dependability. And so we'll talk about that. But first, let's dive in. The Marine Corps Manual says this. In the definition for dependability in the Marine Corps Manual, it says this. The certainty of proper performance of duty. The certainty of proper performance of duty. Now, you hear this word duty a lot as it relates to service members, and certainly we use the word duty a lot in the Marine Corps. And in this definition, the word duty can mean lots of different things, right? It can mean your commitment to Corps, to the Marine Corps. It can mean your commitment to the country. But it can also mean just the day-to-day -day task that you need to accomplish, that you need to do. And in this definition, that's what it's referring to here when it talks about the performance of duty. It's talking about the certainty of proper performance to duty, of duty. So what that means is, those activities that you need to do on a daily basis, you're going to perform those duties appropriately, right? Those tasks, you're going to do them well, proper performance. You're going to do those tasks appropriately. You're going to perform well in those tasks. So again, this is not duty in the sense of commitment to the Marine Corps or duty in the sense of commitment to country, but rather this is duty in the sense of commitment to the daily task that you have assigned to you. And as a leader, you can imagine, you have lots of activities, lots of tasks 
assigned to you in leading your other Marines. So this certainty of proper performance and duty is just this level of the, the first word there, the, the certainty of it's this level of confidence that you as a leader are going to perform properly in doing these tasks. And again, that certainty, it doesn't just happen overnight. You don't get assigned to be a, a fire team leader or assigned to be a squad leader. And suddenly everybody else, your platoon leader, your platoon sergeant, your platoon commander, company commander, they don't suddenly feel certain that you're going to perform properly to your duties just because you've been assigned that that job, that role, that that leadership position. Over time, they see you performing these duties appropriately, then they build this certainty, this and you start to build this dependability trait in your leadership, right? Now, let's talk about in, in the Marine Corps manual it describes the significance of all of these traits. And so for dependability, the Marine Corps manual describes the significance of dependability this way. The quality that permits a senior to assign a task to a junior with the understanding that it will be accomplished with minimum supervision. Okay, minimum supervision. That's important. So this dependability, this quality that permits me, I can assign to you a task. So, so you are a subordinate in some way. You're a junior Marine and, and, and I assign you a task and I assign that task to you with this understanding that you're going to accomplish that task with minimum additional supervision from me. When I tell you to go do something, you're going to go do it. And I can depend upon you to do that task appropriately. Okay, so that's the significance in dependability. As leaders, we feel like our uh, Marines or our team members leading in the corporate world, we feel like they're dependable when I can give them a task and then I trust, I'm, I'm nearly certain that they're gonna go and perform that task appropriately. They're gonna perform that task well, and it's going to require little to no supervision from me to ensure that they do that task appropriately. That's dependability. Now, the example that the Marine Corps manual uses is this, and I'll have to explain this a little bit, I'm sure, but the example it uses for dependability is the squad leader ensures that his or her squad falls out in proper uniform without having been told by the platoon sergeant, okay? So let me explain this scenario. I'll read it again and I'll explain it for you. The squad leader ensures that his or her uh, squad falls out in proper uniform without having been told by the platoon sergeant. So in this case, the platoon sergeant is senior to the squad leader. A, squ a platoon is made up of four squads. So you have four squad leaders, and then you have a platoon sergeant. You also have a platoon commander. But in this case, it's using the platoon sergeant. The platoon sergeant is senior to the squad leader. So uh, in in the vernacular of our corporate world here, the platoon sergeant is the boss of the squad leader. And then the squad leader has Marines. Usually it's 12 to 16 Marines. It's a few fire teams. So the squad leader is in charge of, let's say, 16 Marines. Okay. And so while the squad leader reports to the platoon sergeant, then there's other Marines that report to the squad leader. And it talks here about the squad leader ensures that his Marines fall out in proper uniform. So let me explain what fall out means. It means shows up for work, if you will. So 
if the platoon sergeant says, okay, it it's zero five tomorrow, we're going to go PT, right? So tomorrow morning, we're going to fall out, which means we're coming out of our barracks rooms or where, and we're going to, we're going to get in the formation and we're going to be ready for physical training PT. We're going to be ready for physical training at five o'clock in the morning, zero 500, right? The platoon sergeant, or I'm sorry, the squad leader is dependable in the fact that he's going to get his Marines to show up in formation at 0500 in the appropriate physical training uniform, shorts, t-shirt, tennis shoes, that kind of thing, right? Th these Marines aren't going to show up in their dress blue uniform at 0500 for PT. And the platoon sergeant, or I'm sorry, the squad leader is dependable in the fact that he's going to get those, those Marines to fall out in the proper physical training uniform, the platoon sergeant doesn't have to say that. The platoon sergeant, it's a minimum set of supervision here that the squad leader needs, right? The platoon sergeant simply says, 0500, we're going to PT. He doesn't have to supervise the squad leader and say, make sure that you tell all of your Marines to show up in their shorts and their t-shirt and their tennis shoes. He doesn't have to say that. It, it doesn't require that level of of supervision, but yet the platoon sergeant is nearly certain that squad leader is going to have his Marines show up at 0500 in PT uniform, right? That the proper performance of duty without a high level of supervision, that platoon sergeant sees that squad leader as dependable when that happens time and time again. Dependability is something that, that happens over time but it happens when we're properly performing our duties with a minimum set of supervision necessary to get that duty done. So there's the example that the Marine Corps manual uses, that's the significance, the definition, and the example that the Marine Corps manual uses. But now here we're left with, okay, I understand dependability. I understand the significance and, and a good example here, but what can I do to build into my leadership dependability and are there any things that I can do to build up that dependability at a faster pace than would typically be the case? And the answer to that is yes. I've got three tips or, or tactics for you to utilize to quicker than normal build up your dependability as a leader. Now you're leading your team and you're supervisor, your boss, your supervisor, or your seniors, they see you as a dependable leader and you can speed that process up by following these three tips that I have for you today. So let me share number one with you. Number one tip in building your dependability is this. Do what you say you will do. Do what you say you will do. It seems so simple. Oftentimes it's rather hard, rather difficult sometimes. I know I fall into this trap. I want to be a person that serves everyone, that just works for everyone. And so when I have a team member that says something to me, oh yeah, I'll take care of that. Don't worry, I'll send that email or I'll call that meeting or I'll do this or I'll do that. And and I have to be careful with that because if I do that too often, I've got now I have so many things on me that I can't necessarily do everything that I've said I would do. And when that's the case, when I don't do something that I said I would do, my dependability takes a hit, 
right? So the, the dependability meter has gone down some when that's the case, when I don't do what I say I will do. And again, it's simple, but it can be hard, but just make sure discipline yourself that if you say you're going to do something, then you do it right and do it within the time frame that you say you're going to do it. So if you say, yeah, I'll have that report to you by morning, don't give it to them the day after tomorrow, because you said you would have it done tomorrow morning, right? So to increase your dependability, do what you say you're going to do. And you will be far out in front of those other leaders that don't necessarily do what they say they're going to do. Your dependability is going to grow at a much faster pace than your, your peers that aren't doing what they said they would do. So that's number one, do what you say you're going to do. Okay. Number two, make smaller commitments, make smaller commitments. Now this one goes in conjunction, if you will, with do what you say you're going to do. This is a bit of a safeguard to ensure that you can do what you say you're, you will do. Just ensure that you're making these smaller commitments, as small a commitment as possible. So when you tell you somebody you want to, that you're going to do something, make sure that commitment you're making is as small as it can be. Now, having said this, I want to be careful. I don't subscribe to this idea of undercommit and overachieve or, or underpromise and overachieve. I, I'm not a subscriber to that. I believe you should just commit to what you can do and then do it. If you exceed that, wonderful. But I don't want to encourage someone to undercommit just for the sake of trying to then perform better or over overachieve to that commitment because to in a sense we're holding ourselves back when we take that approach or when we take that philosophy. So when I say make smaller commitments, I'm not suggesting that you're under committing so that you can then over uh, achieve. Instead, what I'm saying is break it down. If you've got a big task being assigned to you, break it down as small as you can and make commitments to that. And once you accomplish that, then you can make commitments to the next small step and then the next small step and then the next small step. And so maybe you need to, in the, in the example here that, that the Marine Corps manual uses, the squad leader that ensures his squad falls out in a proper uniform, then you're going to make the commitment to your team that you'll, as a squad leader, you'll tell your Marines, hey, tomorrow morning, PT gear, be sure you're in your shorts, your t-shirt, and your tennis shoes, or, or if it's cold weather, you're in your sweats, make, make sure you have your sweats uh, on, make sure they're washed. You can't imagine the level of supervision necessary at a squad leader level when you have a bunch of young guys, young Marines, make sure that you fall out in your PT gear and it's been washed, right? You haven't worn it for a week and now you're still wearing it for PT tomorrow. None of us want to experience that. So as a squad leader, I'm going to make those small commitments that I'm going to work with my squad to make sure their PT gear is ready. So I'm making those smaller commitments to them. I'm not saying this to the platoon sergeant in the example here, but I'm making those small commitments to my squad that I'm going to have them ready for PT on a regular basis as the example in the, in the uh, manual says. So again, make smaller commitments, break your commitments down into small commitments, or break your task down into small commitments and make those commitments. And then number one, do what you say you're going to do, make those commitments and then actually do them. Now, number three tip, 
And I say this a couple of different ways, and so I'll share both of them with you. Number three tip is trust but verify. Or said another way, I, I say it this way also, inspect what you expect, right? Inspect what you expect or trust but fair, verify. So here's what I mean by that. So in our example, we have the squad leader that is, or the, I'm sorry, the platoon sergeant that has told the squad leader, PT, tomorrow morning, 0500. The squad leader then goes to the squad and says, okay, PT, tomorrow, 0500, you're going to be in formation in your shorts, your t-shirt, and your tennis shoes. So they've been, he's been explicit with the directions to, the squad leader has been explicit with his directions to his squad. But the squad leader doesn't just show up at five o'clock tomorrow morning and hope that his squad is in shorts, t-shirts, and tennis shoes. No, he's going to show up at the barracks at 445 or even before that, and he's going to inspect his Marines to ensure they're in shorts and t-shirts and, and tennis shoes. So he trusts that tomorrow morning they'll be there and they'll be in proper uniform, but he's going to verify that just to be sure. That way he becomes dependable to his platoon sergeant. So we're going to trust that the squad will do it, but we're also going to verify that the squad will do it. We're going to inspect them because that's what we expect. We've told them what uniform to be in, but we're going to inspect to ensure that they are in that uniform. And by doing those things, by inspecting what I expect, then I'm becoming dependable to my platoon sergeant because my Marines, every time my squad shows up, they're in proper uniform. So inspect what you expect or trust that they'll be there and be in uniform, but also be sure you verify that and, and verify that ahead of time, of course. So those are the three ways, the three tips that I would share with you to speed up the process for building your dependability as a leader. Now, again, this is not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen as a single event. But if you will always do what you say you're going to do, make small commitments and then achieve them, and then inspect what you expect from those that you lead, if you'll do those three things, then your level of dependability will rise much high, much faster than those of your peers in their leadership roles. So be sure you do those three tips. And I assure you, when you do that, then it will increase your dependability. So there we have it. We have dependability. We have, this is the third of the 14 Marine Corps leadership traits. And we'll continue this, this uh, series to get to the rest of them. I'm sure we'll have some interview episodes in the podcast as well in the meantime. But be sure that you are subscribed. Be sure that you tune in to every single episode so that you can learn all 14 of these leadership traits from the Marine Corps manual. I sure you don't want to skip or you don't want to miss a single one of those. And, uh, and thanks again for listening in to those. And to again, to my Marine buddies, yes, I gave you the summary of all 14, but you're going to have to wait to, to hear all of them. I'm not going to give them all to you here in one single episode. That would be a very long episode. So you'll get those every single week. Uh, you'll get a new leadership trait until we're done, except for those weeks where I include a, a co-host or a guest for interview purposes. Now, having said that again, thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, be sure you check out the community, at, at the Credible Leadership Community at community.credibleleaders.com. Dot com. 
And until we speak again, be blessed and lead well. podcast has ended but never fear you can find other binge worthy podcast episodes at rookiereaders.com if you like this episode please rate and write a review in itunes if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast and remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own we appreciate your support for more great leadership content head over to credibleleaders.com 